0: episode of the Toledo Matters podcast. With you as always is your host, Bob Tucker, your co-host, Danny Woodcock, and myself, Nathan Lewis,
1: your engineer. Welcome everybody. We, <laughs> we have uh, <laughs> uh, with us today, Will Lucas of uh, Creatio, Classana, Icon, and TEDx Toledo and all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff. So he's got a lot of things going on. Yeah, IT. Sure. I, I thought it was pretty interesting, so hopefully everybody likes it. Definitely. Um, in the meantime, uh, it's what do you guys been up to? Um. I've been pretty busy uh,
0: so not too much
2: Toledo stuff. Went Actually, to, went... Nate, you did something really cool that I just remembered. you did a bike video for us. Oh yeah I helped <laughs> I helped uh, Danny I helped yeah. Danny's
0: company do a uh, uh, social media video for the Metro parks. And by helped. Did you hold a
1: camera? No, I was I was the I was the, I was the star. I oh, was the oh. biker.
2: If you check out the Metro Parks of Toledo page, they have a new beach ridge bike trail with all those bridges and stuff Which is awesome. Uh Nate was one of the stars in the movie.
1: Yeah. So what, what how can we tell it's you? Uh
2: you can't. you can't. We made we did it. <laughs> we hit our actors oh, that's a shame they didn't sign photo releases so <laughs> gotta drop out the face i can show you the pair of adidas
0: pants that i am wearing i have it <laughs> all right all right
1: we'll, we'll talk about that off the air i guess so
0: that was fun and then uh i went on a, a perch fishing charter uh, oh. up in port clinton uh, fisherman's wharf um those are always fun we caught 256 perch which equates to about 36 pounds of perch uh wow. which, hey, what's the limit the limits thirty per person, and we had okay. eighteen people. Oh, 18 people plus okay. the captain yeah. and the in sh- the in the first mate. So typical <laughs> lawyer over here. Oh. Well, that just seemed like
1: <laughs> a lot of fish for a small number. Of yeah, people. the we were eighteen people. Y-
0: yeah, and you have a, and the limits thirty per person, so it's yeah. a pretty high limit. But yeah, so I mean, it's a little bit of an expensive thing to do, but when you catch that much fish, perch is twenty dollars a pound. so oh, I mean, yeah, we made yeah. our money back in perch and had a big fish fry, so that was fun.
1: Very cool. Yeah, did you uh, gut them all in your new kitchen?
0: Uh, no. We pay they have a place right by where you get off that you can pay like three fifty per pound nice. to have them gut oh, okay. all it. Right, all right. It would be like five hours. I know. I know that that's, I'm sure <laughs> know. Steph would love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she definitely wouldn't do it, that's for sure. Yeah. She did eat it though. She's not a fish eater, oh. but she'll eat some fresh perch. Yeah, it's mean, great stuff. Wouldn't? Yeah. Great stuff. Danny,
2: get up into anything? Uh, I spent a lot of time at Swan Creek Metro Park. Okay. Walking the dog and Aww. went to uh, We're actually looking through this house on Saturday. It's old abandoned warehouse on Saturday morning for a looking for a downtown four one nine party next month. And this basement completely like there's some standing water down there. There's like caged doors behind wood walls. So the theme is spooky
0: swamp party. Exactly, it's going to be October. Exactly,
2: (laughs) the black swamp. But we're looking down here, and we had shut two guys out on the roof as a joke. It's like eight a.m. on Saturday morning, so we're just having some fun. We're in the basement one of the guys shuts this metal door, like a chain link door, and then just goes, oh, shoot. I'm like, what's up, man? He's like, there's no handle. Oh. Like, What'd you say? He's like, go go see if there's another door. And How many wasn't. stories up were you? We were in the basement. Oh, the you basement. were locked in the basement. Yeah, in a cage. In a cage. and <laughs> And I looked up and I could see like, oh, the cage stops, but there's clearly a wall in front of the cage on this side still so the dude just started ripping apart the wood, like a fake wood wall and i had to climb out the top there's a photo on facebook that, is this
0: going to be part of the theme of the party
2: too there's yeah to be like cage you, match you locked <laughs> in you have to find your way out it was a land thing. bank property so david Mann commented on the photo come on man
3: <laughs> oh man that's that was my weekend
1: yeah you know i didn't do too much i was Working a lot, but uh did go to Erie Orchards for Ooh. pick some apples. We've got a lot of apples. Where's that at? Uh it's just north in Michigan on Erie, Erie Road, like uh I forget the cross streets, like just west of Telegraph on, the, on Okay. Erie.
0: What kind of apples did they, oh, they have? They had all
1: kinds, really? like uh mm. honey crisp, red delicious, right. Jonathan, Jonathan Johnny Jonathan Gold's with Macintosh. So you just like pay a certain amount and you can just so, like, pick a bunch of it, apples? It's, it's two bucks a pound or a half bushel for twenty six bucks. Um, and you go pick whatever you want. So, um, you know, if you're if you're getting a bunch of Honey crisp, which are way too expensive at the store, you yeah. kind of save right. some money. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. And then uh, the other thing I did, I went to the uh, Little International Festival out at the mosque in Petersburg, which Ooh, okay. is really great eating. I always it, wanted to go there. There's right. so much good food there. Right. That's reason alone to go there. <laughs> is that last weekend? It was I yeah. Last Greek week. American festival. It was this yeah same too, weekend yeah. yeah. So do
0: they have it like? Is it just inside or is it like in the park? Their big parking lot. There no, they part? have like a
1: lot of land there, and right. so there's like a big tent that they okay. put up. Cool. uh, with food and they have like camel rides and right. like all sorts of fun stuff. <laughs> I've but, never been to that. It sounds awesome. But the hit is the food. Like if you right. like Middle Eastern food, they even had like, you know, Southeast Asia food. And so did you bring some the African whole fam for that then? Oh yeah. Yeah. we went with some friends of ours. It was, it was, it was a good time. Very cool. So, um, you guys have anything else?
0: Uh, yeah, there's two great events coming up in Toledo. Both are on September 23rd. The Susan G Coleman race for the cure in downtown Toledo that morning. And that evening, the Epilepsy Center of Northwest Ohio's 40th anniversary celebration at the Toledo Museum of Art Glass Pavilion. Uh, these are two great causes. We really wanted to get them on the show, uh, but unfortunately, scheduling didn't work out. Um, so, so please go online and check them out. Uh, there'll be more details in, in the show notes.
1: So uh, the, the other thing we wanted to mention is uh, please go on iTunes and review and give us stars. We like stars. It that would be us- great feel valued and, and validated in our
0: lives. And helps people who don't know about the show find it. That's really the real goal. yeah Yeah,
1: that's the point. So if you like the show, you know, tell people about it. So thanks. And use the coupon code Toledo
2: Matters on actualcoffee.com and get 20% off your order of actual coffee. And I'm going to throw something else out there on top of that.
0: What? The first two people to do this are going to receive a free Toledo Matters coffee mug that we Ooh. will ship to you free of charge. Ooh. Ooh.
2: That's a completely off the rail i, I was thinking about it earlier i'm throwing you didn't it didn't even there. clue us in i'm throwing it out there okay
1: all right Right. people on. better hurry because i think i'm gonna do it
2: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair i don't even have one of these mugs
1: really well yeah. we're running low so you don't get one <laughs> <laughs> well without further ado here's will lucas With us today, we have Will Lucas. Welcome, Will. Hey. Welcome to the show. Now, you're a fellow podcaster right now. like You've done yes. the podcast yeah. yourself. Actually, check out the shirt. I wore the shirt today. I, I didn't like even it. think about this. I today. like <laughs> it.
0: What's your podcast called? The Upton Podcast. Okay, cool. Yes. They're gonna be found where podcasts are found. <laughs> is there somebody else in, Yeah? In that's right Nate. Oh, so he's okay. through
2: the studio door running
0: oh. all the boards.
3: <laughs> what happened to the window? I can't see. Yeah, this isn't <laughs> we need a this window, isn't a, Nate. This isn't a normal studio. This is, <laughs> he's working on it. <laughs> right. What right.
2: does of 10 mean?
3: Yes. So I did not intend to be a podcaster. Mm-hmm. Um, I as some you may know, I have a radio background, also technology background, but specific to radio, um, I have a startup. And I was talking to a um, an advisor to my startup about how to get more young African American kids into technology, and he said, "What would it take?" So I said, "Essentially, like a black Mark Zuckerberg. You know, they need somebody who looks like them, who's seen a lot of success." And at the end of that conversation, I was kind of kicking myself because I realized we have really successful minorities in technology. We just don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. And so, because I had the radio background, I said. I'm just going to create a podcast where I can interview these people and show the world who they are. So nice. it's called the of 10 podcast. Cause I was only going to do 10 episodes. So one it. of 10, two of 10, three of 10, you know, so on and so forth. So at the end of the first season, what is now the first season, people were like, fantastic. When's the next <laughs> season? <laughs> and I'm like, there is no next season. <laughs> like, uh, like I've got a startup, you know, so four seasons in now, um, it's going strong. Nice. Yes. Yeah. That's great. Oh, yeah. so that's why it's called the FTM uh, podcast. Studio audience loves yes. other podcasts. I love the the studio <laughs> audience. You guys are fantastic.
1: They are great. They really are. <laughs> Where'd you get these people from? Oh, well, they're just fans of the show. No, we, <laughs> we, we drag them in off the street a little bit. You know, it. it's a that crowded way, neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. If you'd like to be a part of the studio audience, please
0: email us at Toledo <laughs> i love it <laughs> so you should do that actually that would
1: it would get pretty warm in here yeah you gotta get ac first though. yeah we have one but it's really loud we it's can't hard have to record it with the one ac on
3: yeah let's get an ice machine like kind of just like the football field dry, like, you know, yeah. like the dry ice. ice floor yeah. yeah see i already upgraded the podcast <laughs> so let's stick on stick on your podcast for a second so yeah you, you've done 40 episodes is that 39 oh, 39 okay 39. so 39th so episode launched was today, Tuesday, so four, three days ago, four days ago, last Thursday, yeah. Awesome.
1: Do you have any, like, favorite guests or, or oh, man. favorite so, stories you'd like to share about it?
3: Um, well, I not necessarily a funny story, but what I will tell you, and you may have realized this, so, uh, because of your podcast, is I've, inter- I've interviewed specifically minorities in technology who are doing really, really well. So, whether they are founders of startups or whether they're engineers at Snapchat or Pinterest or whatever, Y Combinator, but the interesting thing I've found is a lot of those people become friends. So it's kind of like a, you know, a side benefit of talking to somebody for an hour is you really develop a relationship with that mm-hmm. person. So I have friends all over Silicon Valley now who I wouldn't have had otherwise because oh, yeah. I get a chance to sit with them one-on-one for an hour on the phone or over Skype or in person and just talking about real life. And so you, you end up developing these relationships. So when I go to San Francisco now, I'm like invited to every, you know, tech company. Yeah. I can go to That's great. So that's pretty
1: cool. Nice. So let's back up a little bit. Are are you from the little area? Are you from elsewhere? Born and raised here. Okay. What high school?
3: Rogers. Rogers. Okay. 98. All right. Very cool. And then. I started at Bowser. So anybody at Bowser listening, I will represent. (laughs) (laughs) I started at Bowser. And then, um, you go to, go to school after that. What would you do? Yeah. So I'm a very, well, it's, in today's terms, probably a traditional student, but in in the traditional way to say I'm a non-traditional student. So I probably dropped out of school a lot of times. Um. <laughs> so I, college for me was very interesting because I had started, I was a very entrepreneurial growing up and my dad was very entrepreneurial as I was growing up. So he was like my model of what I wanted to do with my life. And so I knew like the trajectory I kind of saw my life going before I in Ended high school so I started on the radio Before I was on Before I graduated And so I knew like the trajectory I wanted to go on So I would go to school specifically Because people say you should go to school So I would take a semester here a semester there I would do well but my mind Was not in the classroom and So I would take you know long breaks in between (laughs) semesters. Ultimately, I did graduate uh, a couple of years ago. So you just mentioned the radio. What what did you do on the radio? So I was um, a radio DJ in the city uh, since I was 17 years old. So I started in radio before I graduated from high school here in Toledo because I wanted to be in the music business. So my dream was to be a songwriter and producer. So I went before I graduated from high school, I met Charlie Mack, who's still the program director over at The Juice, and I went up to him. I'd never met him before, but I went up to him at a teen summit they had. I forget the library, but it's the one on Collingwood and like Central. Mm-hmm. There was They had a teen summit there, and Charlie Mack was on the panel, and I went with a friend of mine, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go talk to Charlie because he can help me figure out how to get to the music business. So I went up to him after the teen summit. I remember what I was wearing. I mean, it was, it was like it was—it's very clear in my head that day. And so I went up to him and said, "Hey, you know, my name is Will Lucas, and I want to be in the music business." And so he said, "You know, the best thing I can tell you to do is like find an internship somewhere." And so he said, "Come out to the station, and we can just you know talk more about it." And so like the next day, I went out to the radio station and so he said yeah like i said the best thing i can tell you to do is find an internship matter of fact he gave me like this musician's friend catalog with like a bunch of equipment in it i had no money to buy any of <laughs> this stuff <laughs> but he was like yeah, you know he's a catalog and like i said best thing i can tell you to do is find an internship somewhere as a matter of fact we need an intern here ah, there you <laughs> so go. my internship Sold. yeah so my internship started that day nice stars aligned this was like a wednesday and maybe a Tuesday because three days later he put me on the air with him during the five o'clock traffic jam. He was on the air three to eight. Yeah. And so five o'clock traffic jam, he's like, you come on the air with me. And so I went on the air and I was on the air with him every day from five to eight after that. Nice. Six months after that, they gave me my own Saturday night show six to 10. I was number one in the city on Saturday nights on the juice and the juice has like 3000 Watts and I was beating kiss was like a hundred thousand. That's great. <laughs> right. yeah. Um, six months after that, he went to the morning show. So this, I'm a year in, um, he went to the morning show, his dad retired, long story. Sure. Um, I took his three to eight show drive time radio. I'm 18 years old doing yeah. drive time radio. Wow. Yeah. And I was number one in my demographic. It's a lot harder to be kissed with 3000 watts during the week. <laughs> um, but I was number one in my demo, 18 to 24, um, at 18 years old. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And did you keep doing the radio for some period of time? Yeah, or? I was on the radio accumulatively for about 12 years. So I did radio maybe three different stations here locally and in Detroit. And so, yeah, I'm, the radio, I, I still have, you know, the podcasting satiates my radio, I think. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah, I, I kind of, I really like It's really weird, by the way, with him being in the <laughs> other room. No, I'm, no, boy, I'm sorry. I just like the, the ability. The radio's nice, but... You have to listen to it when it's on. I love the podcast where I can listen to it when I'm in my on car. Demand. And then yes. you pause it when you get out of the car and start it back up when you're back in. Yeah. I think it's great.
3: I don't even, man, honestly, I don't even listen to the radio anymore. Right. It's more yeah. audio books or podcasts. For so, sure. Like yeah. I just finished Ready Player One today coming back from Cleveland. Nice. In the car. so
0: yeah i mean i think in most radio stations you can listen to as podcasts after they're recorded as right. well if you really, wanna, if you really right. want to if you really want to you want to
1: listen to the same songs over and over again, <laughs> right. Sure, yeah. just skip all the music and, <laughs> right.
0: yeah. and commercials so yes. it's only about a 10 minute show yeah. Yeah. of the same three songs <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: So so you mentioned you're, you've been entrepreneurial from a young age and I know you've started at least a couple of companies, but yeah. when you, w- what do you say that you were entrepreneurial from a young age?
3: Where, I mean, are we talking lemonade stands or, or what are we talking no, about? No. So, oh God, my first company, well, it wasn't really a company, but my first business had to be with a friend of mine. He lived across the street from me. His name is Theron Short. Um, and we started a pizza company. Well, I had to be <laughs> 13, maybe and I didn't really do anything, but yeah. he, he made them. It's called Bubblino's. <laughs> <laughs> Bubblino's. And Bubblino's. Okay. And I remember we had these little paint, white paper plates. And we went. Over, I went over his house across the street and we just like made pizza. And we sold like one pizza yeah. nice <laughs> before we folded the operation. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just a lot of fun. That was my first company. My first real business I still run today, which is called Creatio. I started... 10 years, we celebrated 10 years this past January. But I thank, yeah, you. thank you. Thank you, studio. And what's Especially create, you. Um, and what's Creatio? So Creatio, we um, we are a brand management company. So everything from video production, social media uh, management, communication strategy, um, website development, the full stack branding management. So that's what we do. And, and uh, you know,
1: if you go on your website, there's there's a handsome looking gentleman on the, on the little video that plays uh, who oh. announced
3: <laughs> god that, that funny looking guy we yeah got, yeah the yeah, goofy yeah. hat on yeah. yeah yeah danny's on is one of one of those videos. danny has a cameo on <laughs> the front page videos. i got a lot of complaints about that i got to switch that video <laughs> well he has this goofy little hat. those on. are all me <laughs> all will anonymous but it's true danny's in our um a reel from last year so yeah mm-hmm.
1: so um okay i don't know what brand management is I, i'm a company
3: What's brand management? So I believe everybody has a brand. And what I mean by that is if I was to ask somebody in the street, how they define you, what, what is that definition of you? So I believe everybody has one, but not everybody manages their brand. And so what I mean by that is how do I allow people to define me? So if I want you to know me as a podcaster, a model, supermodel, handsome man. That's what Danny's going for. Yes, that's what Danny's going for. <laughs> that's why I'm on the radio. Yes. Then I, then I only do things that allow people to think about me in that narrow, you know, uh, set of guardrails. So what we help people do is, number one, define what they want to be known as, and then how do we get them in spaces and places that allow them to be spoken about when those things come up. Interesting. Okay. Could you give like a concrete example of, of what that might look for somebody? Yeah, so I have um, a particular client. I'll give a shout out to. He's, he's a. I hate the word guru, but he's a finance <laughs> uh, manager, uh, wealth manager. His name's Derek Gant. So he um, he wants to build his online courses. So he's been managing. He's, I don't even. I don't even want to. You know, mistakenly name his portfolio, but he's got a hefty portfolio that he manages for folks, and he also has this. Um, wealth building side to people who, you know, are more like me, you know, he's trying to, you know, scrape two pennies together and trying to figure out mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Right. And cool. so what he does is he's helped these people, you know, get their finances together and build a, um, a financial portfolio to so what we help, what we are helping him do is, um, put himself out there in the world to where he can speak to his audience and the audience that he wants to target, um, with, you know, whether they be online courses, whether they be, Um, Saturday night Facebook lives where they can, you know, shoot questions to him right in real time, whether they are blog posts that he should be speaking about, because they may be topics that are relevant today, the trending topics so that he can be in the space of the conversation that's happening in the real, in real time. So what we helped him do is he has a, he's has, I think, two online courses right now that we are marketing for him. We helped him put together his Saturday, um, Sunday night, um, eight o'clock show on Facebook. He's on every Sunday night at eight o'clock, and all that whole thing so his marketing his website all that kind of stuff we did for him so we help people develop themselves as thought leaders in their industry vertical gotcha
2: awesome is that how it started out
3: no it did not so um creatio started as like creative radio Creatio. um (laughs) ding yes i'm I'm gonna ding yeah give him a ding there we go (laughs) thank you so (laughs) so creative radio um creatio so we started as we do, and we still do today, custom live radio for brands. So I was in a clothing store, still open today, VIP clothing store over in Swainfield. And I was on the radio at the time, um, not in real time, but I was walking through the store and I was a radio DJ at the time. Yeah. And I was walking through the store and they were playing FM radio over their sound system. And inevitably the commercials come on. And one of their competitors came on the air inside their store sure, over yeah. this internal loud sound system. And I'm like, this doesn't make a lot of sense. It probably happens a decent amount it of time. It happens times. all the time. Yeah, yeah. All the time. And so I said, it just this light bulbs said they need their own radio station that just talks about them. So I dug taped and stitched together this Prototype of what it would be. Um, So we create custom radio stations for brands. So we do a bunch of McDonald's restaurants primarily throughout the Midwest, Ohio, Michigan, Kentucky. But I do have some out in Florida, Baltimore out there in the world, some scattered out there. Um, And we do digital signage. So you go in there, you see digital screens, like menu boards and that sort of things. But the custom radio stations that are live, we started with just that part of the business. And then as we started doing that, people started, well, Hey, can you do this too? Right. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how we got there. Well, cool. Awesome. And uh, that's not the only business you've started, I know. Um, oh, so, <laughs> I just a perennial entrepreneur, man. I I, I just, <laughs> yeah. So I have things that I'm trying to figure out. Like I'm just, like icon is one thing we're trying to figure out how this works. So icon is a photography on demand service. It's it's like think of like Uber for photography. Um, so you push a button and a photographer shows up. So we're figuring that one. It's almost like pure startup mode Sure, right yeah. Now. So yeah. we're figuring out how to do that. Klasana is one that's a little bit further along down the line. Um, shout out to my folks over there building that with me, Jay. And so what we're doing with Klasana is we help organizations or companies organize educational resources for their people. So based on wherever you sit in the organization, say you're a junior analyst at Dana and you want to be CFO one day, what we help that company do is organize a trajectory of learning books. You should read classes. You should take organizations. You should join people. You should know events you should attend, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, to help you continue along that path. And what I think about, More philosophically is if I want to be, let's say, you know, quote unquote, the next Mark Zuckerberg, what would Mark Zuckerberg be doing in my seat today? So if Mark Zuckerberg would be taking this Python class or this C-sharp class or this Ruby on Rails class and he would be going to this particular conference, then I need to be doing those things. What would the person who sits in the role I want to be sitting in, what would they be doing in my seat? Right. So that's what we help people do. That's interesting. And so the, that sounds
1: like it's more your customers are, are the businesses yes, who yeah, want to that's train. that's B2B, yeah, business yeah, to business, yeah, yes. yeah, Okay.
3: Think of it like, you know, if, if we were to get bought in a few years, then it'd be like a sales force or something like that who would be interested in this type of product. Yeah.
1: And um, I, I also know you, you're um uh, despite what you described as your educational history you you're on the the, the board over at u t yes how's how's that <laughs>
3: uh it is interesting and it's a lot of fun is i'm humbled number one to be there um I, obviously it's my alma mater I guess so I graduated from u t so to be able to serve um the university in that respect is a humongous privilege yeah. a humongous privilege yeah
1: um and uh One of the main reasons we want to talk to you today is, is you have an event coming up that you're the curator for is that the right title?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Curate. That's the, that's the, the best title. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which is uh, TEDx Toledo, right? Yes.
3: And, uh, for folks who have no idea what TEDx Toledo is, what is it? So first of all, Ted is not a person i get a lot, and you didn't say that but a lot of people say well, who's ted no. <laughs> like, ted's not a person um so ted stands for technology entertainment and design and what those are kind of really broad strokes so if you think about design it's not necessarily art but it could be how do you design your life or if you talk about technology it's not necessarily how this app but it could be a medical device or how do you reorganize things to work more efficiently so but it's a conference Uh, Half day conference, we have ours for the the big TED is like, you know, three, four days long, but um, the TED organization, um, it happens every year in like the end of the first quarter, beginning of the second quarter. Um, And you get people like Al Gore, you know, people like Kofi Annan, I mean, like the biggest names in the world and people who you would never have heard about, but are doing incredible things come and speak at the TED conference. So with that type of power firepower. It was really hard to make that accessible for people. So about 10 years ago, the Ted organization created Ted X to make it more accessible for communities. So that I have the Ted X license for TEDx Toledo, um, in which I've had that license. This is our sixth year, I think. Nice. Um, so I've been doing this for six years and what we do is we organize, um, a number of speakers this year i think we have 12 speakers around different industries of thought so a diverse industry of thought so whether it's um somebody talking about finance or talking about you know social injustice or talking about healthcare so it's a very interdisciplinary um diverse set of talks and a very interdisciplinary audience so what i think about it is you have an audience who are the top thinkers in the community who are sitting in that audience and they're the top doers in that community sitting in that audience so if you put yourself in either one of those categories you should be there
1: and there's usually like a a, a, a loose kind of topic tying things together that like this year it's called the theme the yeah. theme yeah and, theme. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess that's a loose topic tying things together yeah i should have just said theme but <laughs> yeah, that, that's the definition of a theme but continue
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh and, and so this year it's called overcurrent what does yes. that what does that mean so i started tedx toledo because i wanted to raise the level of conversation in toledo and what i mean by that is if i was to ever you know a pot of gold can fall from the sky in Toledo and somebody will have something negative to say, about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. how much taxes are we going to have to pay on that pot of gold? Like it was always, there's always Look something. at the pothole that yes. thing created. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I'm just like, we have got to like shake loose of this, you know, whole yeah. hum thing. And I'm, so I was trying to figure, how do we raise the level of conversation here? And so that's how, how the idea of starting TEDx Toledo started. So now fast forward. I was reading an article, I think it was even about UT, um, six months ago or some time ago. And somebody said in the comment section, which I try to never read the comments. Oh, yeah. But you they can't, just, oh, you, can't, you know, can't do that, man. Yeah. It's, <laughs> rule number one. I know. I know. But it's something drew me to the comments. And somebody had mentioned the word, well, there, there's, there's in some negative connotation. There's this undercurrent of people talking about X, Y, or Z. I don't even remember what it was about. Yeah, but it's one of those things when you throw where there's an undercurrent of this happening that people don't know about. You can say that on, on anything and just create tension, undo tension in some respects. Sometimes do tension, but face the problem. You know, be specific. So don't throw a rock and hide your hand. Yeah. But to to imply that there's an undercurrent that you know hasn't reached the surface yet, you you just muddy the water. And so what I wanted to do was. You know, take an inverse, let's talk about an overcurrent. there's hap there's something happening over the surface that um if you're not paying attention to, you can miss, but there's opportunity here. There's something happening in our surroundings, in our community, in our environment that is potentially positive in a lot of respects. Yeah. but I wanted to bring to to you know the forefront that there's a lot going on that we need to either be educated on, talk about more often. Or, you know, just get hip too. So that's what overcurrent means. And it's again a broad stroke. Awesome. And do you want to talk about some of the speakers this year or have they yes. all been announced? Yes, all yeah. the speakers have been yeah. announced. Um there are some fantastic speakers. Um let me think of who's Well
1: you have a couple friends of the show, which is who's past that? guests of ours, Nick Morgan and uh yes. Jason Kushma. Jason Kushma, yeah.
3: Yes, yeah. Um, um like Jason. Yeah <laughs> <And laughs> they love our past yes. Guests. yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we got a lot of really great Rita Mansour. I mean, she's you know, if you have not had Rita, you need to have Rita on. Um Your boy derrick Derek Gant. Yes, Derek yep. he's he's speaking this year. Um
0: yeah. Where where should people go if they're interested in in coming in and checking out TEDx in Toledo?
3: Uh where so you gotta get a ticket, TEDx dot com. Okay. Um but we're September twenty first Cool. And it's uh, at Fleetwoods this year. At Fleetwoods downtown. So we try to move it every year. And I like that. That's um, cool. Yeah, I like too. There's only, well, I guess once, but there's only two years in a row where we went to the same place and we just, we try to bounce it around. But the last two years we were at the the Glass Pavilion. We, I don't know if we'll do that, you know, every year, same place again. I like the, the idea that it moves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I
1: like that too. Yeah. Could Because not only do you have different speakers every year, that also highlights a, a different yeah. location. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um well great i I, i've attended some when i can and and i'm looking forward to attending this year so yeah hope to see you there
2: well without further ado we're going to get into some toledo matters trivia so will we're going to ask you four questions easy medium hard and a bonus get three out of four right you're going home with a lovely toledo matters coffee mug and this wonderful blend of actual coffee ethiopia sidama rd is the blend this was roasted just yesterday, so good. it's nice and fresh.
3: Shout out to Lance.
2: Yeah, shout out to Lance and Actual Coffee. If you guys enjoy the best coffee in the morning, check out actualcoffee.com and use the coupon code Toledo Matters to get twenty percent off. Oh uh, yeah, we'll see how good you do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. uh, these are all uh, a little bit about Toledo business moguls. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Question number one: The king of the glass empire, this Toledo businessman, started the Toledo Museum of
3: Art in 1901. Oh, fail no way this is the uh, easy one i'm blanking on I'm edward john millivy yes <laughs> nice. i had to think about that first i was gonna <laughs> blank on the name
2: question number two this toledo business tycoon began his industry dominance when he purchased 400 automobiles and eventually grew the second largest automobile manufacturing facility in the world in i don't know the
3: names man names are like the worst thing you can <laughs> ask me for i'm with you on that <laughs> names So I'm going
2: to fail this. Toledo Business Tycoon, 400 automobiles, second largest automobile manufacturing facility. I never would have got this earlier, Danny. When
3: I was reading the question, I was like, oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to fail this. John, you ask me
2: names. John Willie's. Willie's oh, yeah, well, I wouldn't
3: have known that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty tough one. That's yeah, a good question,
2: though. This one. All right. Question number three. These brothers oh, brought. Oh, another name. You again. got Not this. All names. These brothers brought the Champion Spark Plug Company to Toledo, Fail. and one brother's mansion became quite the park. Fail. No, you got this one. Famous park. It might be called Wildwood uh, <laughs> Family.
3: Um, I got the thing in my fa- in my head. I can't name it, though.
1: There's a uh, big theater. Uh, oh with the God. same last name.
3: Huge theater. Theater. The, oh my wife's calling me. <laughs> <laughs> is well, that right. is my say by the Bell? <laughs> yeah, uh, you can phone <laughs> a friend. <This laughs> is a phone, a, is phone. friend? friend. Yeah. She's yeah. not gonna know either. Um, like names are like not my strong suit. The <laughs> uh, Stranahan. <laughs> yes, Stranahan. Yeah. And if you get this one wrong,
2: you're fired from
3: um, your yes. <laughs> position. <laughs>
2: yeah. All right. In the 1870s, a former editor and part owner of the Toledo Blade started another. You know, hey, listen, Mike, what
3: the heck is this? started <laughs> what we up. know as the
2: University of Toledo.
3: I'm going fail. Fail. Jessup Scott. Yes, I knew that one, actually. I know you did. <laughs> I know. I'm But, but I'm emailing thing, Dr. Gabriel right now. The thing now, is, you, you, you got you to give a diverse like, set of things. Like, give me some those business were, names. Yeah, or, those are all pretty <laughs> like, pretty. You names. You can ask me for people then I'm going to fail that every time. <laughs>
1: well, the That's good news
3: right. is... We feel really
2: bad for you, so we're going to send you home with some coffee,
1: study up, <laughs> and, a, and a
3: nice mug. So.
0: Danny, uh, maybe you should make five sets of questions and let them choose a topic. Yeah. That's
3: what we should do from now well,
2: on. Yeah. You want me to make five sets? We'll yeah, talk we'll, we'll, off air we'll, about <laughs> coming up with
3: questions <laughs> yes. and the free time that I have during my days. <laughs> this, this is a good case study. So, if you ask me for names. I'm going to fail that one every time. <laughs> you got one, well, so we'll, you didn't fail yeah. every time. Yeah. Well, we're going to ask you one
1: more thing and and I I know you're not going to fail this Um, No
2: ticking clock on this one. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I had no pressure. One thing we like to ask all of our guests is to tell us and and listeners, um, a, a hidden gem as we call it somewhere in Toledo or in the, it doesn't have to be Toledo, Northwest Ohio, Southeast Michigan, just something or someone or some, some place event, whatever, that yeah. uh, you think isn't well known about enough, and and
3: more she more yeah. people should know about. Yeah, this this I can do. it I can I'll say <laughs> as a preface that it won't be a place, um, That's but fine. it'll be more kind of a concept, and so which I think is important. So I've, Toledo, unbeknownst to many, which should be known to more, is a fantastic place to start a business. Um, and here's why I say that is. I get, and I've unfollowed so many people who will talk down about it. I just can't take it no (laughs) more. So at some point I just can't like have the bad energy on my (laughs) newsfeed. But if I see like you downing Toledo, because there's not a lot to do to me, that's like a victim mentality. And what I mean by that is that's the perfect time to start it then. So if people who are not, you know, victims of their own circumstance are like, okay, there's not this. So that's an opportunity. Right. If there's nothing to do on a Saturday night in your world, then start something. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Whatever hole you think was there, why don't you... Abs- you have fill it. To do it. That means exactly. somebody else thinks it too, but start it then. Yeah. Not those, th- This whole thing about there's nothing to do, so Toledo sucks. Like, you suck, honestly, because <laughs> you could start it. Here, here. Yeah. So that's my thing. And, and not necessarily that is just, you can go get it, but you can get to anybody here. Anybody Mm -hmm. like I'm a like, look, I have been privileged in my life to be around some fantastic people, not because I'm so great looking, which is a bonus. (laughs) But the thing about it is, you know, people just want to see people doing good work and you can create opportunities for yourself if you just do good work. Yeah, for sure. It is not the same thing everywhere. But in Toledo, if you just do good work and you can open doors for yourself. Yeah, that's it. For sure, it ain't that hard. I think we all agree here. So definitely, yeah.
0: and for the record, for those people that are making those comments, there's a ton to do in Toledo. So <laughs> yes. get over it. <laughs> there's, <laughs> yes. there's a whole map on yeah. our website.
3: <laughs> yes,
2: toledomatters.com yeah. slash
3: And, and, to and I and I agree with that. But and I agree with that. And but I think it, on the parallel track. Is maybe the botanical gardens ain't for you, right? <laughs> and I right. get that. And I wish people would say, "Well, we have the botanical gardens." Like, please <laughs> stop saying that. And, but. Whatever it is that is a void in your world, you can start it. Whatever floats your boat. If we don't have it, this is the perfect place to start it. Yeah, absolutely. That's That's great. Thing. All right. Well,
1: thank you very much for taking the time to talk with us. We really appreciate it. Thanks and, for coming uh, on. Best luck with everything. Thank and, you. And today. Thanks for having me. Yeah.
0: All right. Thank you guys for joining us for the 43rd episode of the Toledo Matters podcast. Danny, take us out.
2: For more information on Will and TEDxToledo, visit TEDxToledo.com. Toledo Matters is always recorded out of the magnificent recording studios of Waveflow Media. Nate and the Waveflow team are the most professional audio engineering studio around. I promise they'll make you and your guests sound pretty dang crispy. Waveflowmedia.com. Thank you again to the Toledo Matters Trivia Prize sponsor, Actual Coffee. If you guys want to use the discount code Toledo Matters, all one word, at checkout, you'll receive 20% off your actual coffee order. Thank you, Lance. Another big thank you to the ridiculously talented designer Jacob Parr. Our logo, cover photo, and much of everything else you see visual to Toledo Matters was created by Jacob. For more of his work, or if you just want to kick your brand up a notch, visit jacobparr.design. You can always get more information about this show and a map of the hidden gems our guests have mentioned at toledomatters.com. Thank you, Toledo, for tuning in, making Toledo matter. Until next time, we wish you well.